Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This week features comedian Lisa Curry coming back. She was on episode 13, first season of this show. She returns. I recorded this while I was in L.A. Um, last week, I guess, when this airs, it'll be last week. So fun. Uh, fun to be back in L.A. It was weird. I hadn't been there in three years. For those of you who know me, I used to go there quite often, do some shows and pitch some stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was cool to be back. I got to see a lot of cool friends I haven't talked to in a while. I didn't get to see a lot of people I was supposed to see and wanted to see, but I was only there for three days. Then I went to Denver Comedy Lounge. Holy shit, is that a fun town, Denver? Uh, for you new people from Denver, man, I love that city so much. I love that venue, uh, Denver Comedy Lounge. Ben Kronberg runs it. Kind of intimidating, to be honest with you, because he's a an established comedian, um, and he runs the place, and he's watching my sets, and you know, you just have this fraud syndrome going up there, imposter syndrome as a comedian headlining uh, rooms. But it was so fun. Seven. Let's say one, two, three, four, five sold out shows there, two shows in Boulder. So fun there as well. Um, But yeah, we're out here doing it. It's cool. Fucking love comedy, right? Um, This week, um, I'm back. I'll be at Laugh Factory tonight. Tomorrow, Monday, January 30th, I start a new show. I think it's going to be the last Monday of every month called Stand Up's Sit Down, where I have comedians do sets and then I talk to them afterwards. Uh, super fun show. Mario DeRosa will be there. Erica Nicole Clark, Claire Sunby, and Jim Flanagan. Um, what a stellar lineup to start this show. So if you want to come to the show, just message me. I've got uh, about 20 free tickets to give away for that show. Uh, and Or just get them online. There's ways to get free tickets to the Monday shows at Laugh Factory. You should come. Um, I just did one um, this week. Um, or earlier this week, and it was so fun. We had such a great lineup of comedians and pop-ins. You really should go to comedy shows during the week. Uh, that's where that's where the fun's at, where you see comedians working on their shit. Um, but yeah, I'll be there. I'll be at uh, the Laughing Tap this weekend, uh, headlining there January 27th, 28th. So come on out if you have friends in Milwaukee, tell them to come see me. I'll be at Schomburg, the Prairie Center, new show I started there as well. Last Thursdays, I think, of every month, or it's going to be once a month right after work. Prairie Center in Schomburg, um, this Thursday, the 26th, with me, Brian Hicks, Sorab, Fruzesh, and uh, who else is on that bill? Olivia Carter. So come out. It'll be a fun show. Um, next week, I'm at the Improv uh, opening for my friend Brent Ernst in Schomburg. Then I go to Florida headlining Bahia Hot in Sarasota on February 8th. Then opening for Dusty Slay, my friend in Side Splitters in Tampa, uh, February 9th, 10th, 11th. And then headlining, I'm sorry, then opening for my friend April Macy at the Valentine's Day show at Side Splitters as well, as well on the 14th. Then I'm back in Chicago uh, on the 15th. Then I'm in Detroit, opening for Josh Blue uh, at the Comedy Castle, February 16th, 17th, and 18th. My birthday. I'll be fun. And then uh, then I'm at Innings Fest in Arizona. I'm headlining JP's Comedy Club on Thursday, February 23rd. And then I'm going to be at Innings Fest with Ryan Dempster at Off the Mound. Come by. Come say hi. We've got some great shows lined up for you there as well. Upcoming shows will be in Kansas, Tampa, um, 
Florida, Naples, where else am I? In Chicago, all over. Sorry for the long intro. Enjoy this episode with Lisa Curry and subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our sponsors as well. Thanks. Hi, everyone. I'm Tom Kranz, and if you like the singles-only podcast, I invite you to check out my podcast called Type Tune Tint. Those three words represent the authors, musicians, and artists who bring their creativity to life through our informal chats. My interviews with these talented people are short and sweet to accommodate short and sweet attention spans, you know, like mine. Meet, for example, Rick Caratash, whose exploits in the catering business are revealed in his book, How Catering Sucked the Life Right Out of Me. And there's former Major League Baseball great Rupert Jones, whose close encounter with a concrete wall in the outfield changed his life forever. And Devin Alana, a reluctant karaoke singer from Freehold, New Jersey, who now headlines the indie band Fake Pockets. Type Tune Tint opens the door to the roots of creativity. What's your talent? Is it asleep under a blanket of denial? Hear how people from all walks of life tapped into their creativity with success. Join me for Type Tune Tint on your favorite podcast venue. Get in, bitch. We are going to take back our power. You heard me right. I mean, why get mad when you can get absolutely everything? If you want to learn to become a master manifester, attract anything and anyone, you have met the perfect guide. My name is Cece, and I am a life and spiritual coach guiding others to heal themselves. On my podcast, That Bitch is Positive, we talk about everything from the quantum physics behind manifesting to how to deal with that X. Sometimes we will laugh. Sometimes we will cry, but we will always leave feeling empowered. If you're ready to dust off that crown and take back that throne, join us every Thursday and listen in to That Bitch is Positive, your future self Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here. No voice of reason on this episode because we are doing this uh, on the road. Uh, we have a special guest tonight uh, from the first season, episode 13, all the way from Los Angeles, comedian Lisa Curry. Hey, how are you? How are you, Lisa? We're here at your studio. Uh, we'll just call it your studio so people <laughs> know. You were on the first episode. Okay. You were one of the f- very first guests, so I was so thankful that you mm-hmm. did it back then six years ago. God, that was forever. Insane. We did it. I think we did it at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, I we think did that's where in it was. Chicago. Um, I don't remember who the voice of reason was. I think it might have been Jeannie Dugan or oh, maybe it was before I even had a voice of reason. Um, how are you? I'm great. Thank Crushing you. Crushing it. You have a show on oh, uh, on radio, on satellite that's that's doing well. Yeah. So. yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I'm starting. This is my third year at Sirius XM. And as of now, my contract is through the end of June. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens then. I'm, I really like being on the network. It's fun when I go to New York I'm able to record in studio so that's that's awesome if it, it still after all this time it feels really exciting I'm like ooh, look at this I have a producer I'm at Sirius XM <laughs> I love I love radio I used to do radio too uh at night and it was like 
when you stop doing it, you realize how much you miss it. It's just so yeah. fun. I've always loved radio, and uh, and you're doing it on such a bigger level. It's it's like a dream, something that I always want to do. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. We're talking, checking back in on you. Uh-huh. This is the best mm-hmm. of series. We have our best guests come back. Six years later, uh, are you single now? Uh, Ish. Yeah, <laughs> technically. Okay. I think officially there hasn't been a con- I've been seeing somebody, but there hasn't been a conversation about what's going on. Okay. <laughs> and I don't like doing that. I don't like initiating that. So it's a, it's a hard conversation. <laughs> we'll see. When, when yeah. we had you on uh, mm-hmm. six years ago, you said that one of the things that were quoted as saying is, "I'm not afraid of dying alone." Is what you said. <laughs> and you kind of embraced being single, like we that do on this so podcast. That is so Lisa Curry in 2010. Um, I don't look. I, I'm still not. I. Uh, I mean, like my ideal life is living in like a little, maybe like two bed, one bath, maybe two bath for a guest, two bed, two bath, little cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere on okay. a lake with my dog and like a canoe. Okay. <laughs> like, Why a canoe? Just a relaxing. I don't I love it. I grew up on a lake okay. and I grew up like canoeing around the lake and, and it's just in really relaxing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Were they more like creeks maybe? No, there's a lot, a lot of lakes in Indiana. Um, but I grew up on a lake like an hour out of Chicago. Um, I mean, that said, I'm at a place in my life now where I'm like, oh, I would like a partner because it's like nice to it's I have a lot of fun being single because you can just go wherever and fuck off and you don't really have to consider another pre- you also get invited to more stuff when you're single because it's really easy for people to mean? bring like if there's some kind of party or premiere or whatever, it's pretty easy to add one person to the mix and get one extra ticket, especially when you're a woman. But if you're like, Hey, can me and my partner get tickets? Then it's like, Oh, that's really hard to do. It's it's hard for somebody to bring a plus two, you know? But Um, you also miss out on a lot of stuff. People will say, uh, when you're single, you don't get invited to your friends. Like, they all go out as couples, right? And they're always like, yeah, I don't oh, we care didn't about think that. you'd want to come. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. Like, I, I usually am like, oh, yeah, don't invite me to yeah. your son's sixth birthday. I'm not Well, some go. of it, yeah, some of it, like, I guess I do miss out on parts of that. Uh, but there's not a, I don't, I, a lot of my friends that are coupled up, I don't love their partner. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to sit through a dinner with your friends stupid boyfriend anyway right you right. know it's a win-win yeah um i mean but that said i'm like oh i have been in my entire life to, like i'm approaching 40 and i'm like oh i've only had a plus one to a wedding once in my life right you know because it was it was like my first boyfriend when i was 23 and i'm like oh yeah that kind of isn't fun anymore i mean i still have fun at weddings but i'm like oh i would like to share that with somebody or I would like to like go on a trip with somebody right. you know um, or have a buffer at, at those types of things where it's like okay yeah if you see me talking to Daryl you have to come and save me or whatever yeah 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 it's like science <laughs> yeah exactly. that's a good thing um so in that way I'm like oh I would like to I mean at least want to give it a sh- shot I guess I mean I've been in a couple of relationships since we last spoke but it was like actually one like relationship um, long one over a year you mean yeah, and uh, it's really tough because, I mean, I am so driven in my career, and it's really attractive for, 
for to me for someone else to be really driven in their career. But a lot of times that looks like us not having a life together. And it's like, okay, well, if you see somebody like here, uh, which is my situation right now where I, I love this person, but I'm like, well, I only see them once a week or once every couple of weeks. And that's not really, it feels like a friends with benefits. It mm. doesn't feel like, a, um, you can't build a life together with somebody with that. You know, it's, it's tough. Well, you can build a life with that person um, in your life and having a significant relationship, but yes, you're not mm-hmm. together. But that's this is the world we live in now. If you have two people who are driven and are independent, mm-hmm. they have their shit going on. It's hard to to yeah. align in any yeah. situation, even uh, a marriage, for example, yeah. where people, you know, marriages lasted so long and was such a big part of society when you're younger because women were basically property. Yeah. And now exactly. for better and or for worse, they have rights. To men being property. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm saying like, how is like people always say that that's good that they want their own shit happening and women mm-hmm. like guys who are driven and women are driven yeah. and, and guys like that too. But how does that mesh yeah. when you're both, prioritizing something other than the other person well that and it's also like i it it feels like the only way for or the best way i should say who knows the only the best way for a relationship where two people's time is really taken up the best way for them to build a life together would be to live together but then it's like well if you only see each other once every 10 days you have, you have nothing to, you're not experiencing day to day together. You're not experiencing the same level of like frustration that you do just when you're, when you're around somebody all the time. So you don't even, you're not able to assess whether, you know, you would be a good match for living together. Right. It's really tough to know because it's like, well, you only see each other every couple of weeks. It's going to be like a date night. It's going to feel like you're casually dating, you know? And if you're, if you're living together and you're not seeing each other, then I think that creates more problems, right? Because the little things that drive Mm -hmm. you bonkers about the other person, or if you're neat and they're not, yeah, that's why maybe it is better to Mm -hmm. have like a, if you're to have a relationship or a situationship where it's far, you know, you are far apart and you continue to live that honeymoon, honeymoon period. Yeah. But then you don't make it to the next step because after a honeymoon is a life together, you know, what, what, what is that even, why do, why do people always say that? What do you mean the next step? Well, I guess for me, it's more like it just stuff like, um, uh, like building a home together. I, I'm desperate to buy home. <laughs> please, please somebody send me money so I can buy a house. Uh, <laughs> Where you can buy this place with a canoe and everything? What if they don't want that? What if they I don't want, want that? Well, then it's not really not going to work. Is that uh, the deal breaker? If they don't want, they don't like fucking water? I mean, that's like something, at, well, if they don't Idaho like, or if they don't like being on the water, that is a deal breaker because that is my favorite place in the world. Uh, being on water? Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could Why be. Why don't you do the cruise ship comedy stuff? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Fuck. I can't, I wouldn't, God bless you all, but I, I would not want to be on a cruise because I don't want to be around people that like to be on cruises. Yeah. Like that, I'm like, I like to like travel and go immerse myself in culture and locals and stuff. And I'm like, the idea of like eating at a buffet 
and seeing a bunch of assholes in like flip flops and backwards hats. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, oh, it makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Uh, David Foster Wallace had a piece about something I'll never do again where he goes on a cruise and uh-huh. just analyzes everyone on the cruise. <laughs> it's the greatest thing in the world. But yeah, I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. So uh, <laughs> being underwater is a deal breaker for you. A huge deal breaker. Like if somebody's that's unwilling hilarious. if they're like afraid of the water but they're unwilling to go out I, I can't what are you talking about man like what if they okay what if they're you know they don't like to be on water because they get seasick mm, i don't know they Touch can do it. water Take for some 30 drama minutes <laughs> that's a deal breaker that's otherwise it's like you're gonna miss out on uh, i mean look i'm what not if on they the like water. swimming but not boating was that water mm, adjacent that's not enough I here's the thing. <laughs> That's I, such a fucking weird <laughs> little thing, but okay. It's the. I mean, to me, that would be the same if somebody was like, "I don't like dogs. I never want a dog." I'd be like, "Okay, bye." Like, I this sure. won't work. The, you know? That's more accepted in society. I think. Yeah. Well, it's is not the level of uh, <laughs> well, because like must love dogs. I grew up on a lake, and like we always we always had a canoe, like regardless of how much money we had because a canoe is like six dollars or whatever (laughs) sure (laughs) but my parents for a long while owned a marina so like i've been driving boats since i was nine years old and like working on them with my dad and going out and i'm like look i'm not in a place financially where i can just throw money at being on a boat all the time otherwise like (laughs) the second i have more money that's exactly what i'm doing how often do you go you're on a coast right now how often do you go on water now maybe like a couple times a year which is sad it's not much right now but that is that is what i'm working towards being yeah that's the next step being on boats more the the person that uh, you get into a situationship with or a relationship now, the next step requires boating at a certain <laughs> amount per yeah. month. Like a per yeah, cap. Like I mean, like, you don't have to come with me every times. time, but if you're like, you have a strong aversion to it, then okay. I, uh, if it's, it doesn't have to be your favorite thing, sure. I would like that. Um, but if you, you're straight up like, nah, not for me, I, I mean, you may as Maybe well tell me you some... don't know how to do math. To well, me. <laughs> let me ask you this. What if it's something that they appreciate you enjoy, but they don't want to be a part of it? Just like, let's nah. say they're really into like watching soccer and you hate soccer. Like, I watch a little bit of soccer. Okay. Well, you know what? The... <laughs> you can be you can be a passive <laughs> member. Like he can be on the boat with you, but he's not enjoying yeah. it. He's probably going to be like. Not a deal breaker necessarily, but I, tr- I generally try to avoid men that are into football and into gaming because I have watched friends l- just lose their partner to get sucked into gaming and also like my family i'm the only girl in my family my fam they love football they love it so much first of all i hate it i think the nfl is trash i think it should be burned down um (laughs) i mean the nfl as an organization is absolute garbage uh but also like growing up in my family nfl yeah like growing up in my family football during football season football came before everything it came before our family or like we you know and i'm like you know what i'm not doing that again i I don't give two shits about the chargers or the fucking green bay packers or what that's my family's team is the packers okay and and chargers are just out here um (laughs) (laughs) but i'm like I, i could care less and like if 
if several hours of our weekend has to revolve around football, I, I mean, I'd rather just put my head in the oven. Okay, so we've, we're getting more <laughs> deal breakers. I like this. What, what, okay, going back to the conversation where you get to a level where you are to the next step. And the next step requires, obviously, uh, building a, a, a life together. Mm-hmm. How do you see that? Uh, how does that manifest itself other than them going on boats with you and <laughs> being your plus one at weddings and shit like that? Like, um, what is it that you think that whatever relationship you've had recently, you haven't gotten to the next level? What is it that you are? Mi- what do you think that you miss? Or you're um, missing traveling together, although I, I love to travel alone. So I don't want somebody with me on every trip. But like, you know, well, well, but here's the flip side of that. If you are at the next level, mm-hmm. you also have to be on the same level where someone, if you say, oh, well, I don't want you to come with me to Brooklyn, they're going to feel like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Like, it's well, so hard to find someone. They might. They might. I mean, like, to me, that feel like I, I'm so independent. I, if somebody was, uh, what's that called? Codependent. Um. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. And there's things like, I mean, I had, I bumped into some issues with my, uh, with an ex of mine, with a recent ex of mine, because he could not really understand that like, okay, if I go, if I'm going to New York, it's for comedy stuff. Right. And like, you can come with me, but we're running around and doing spot. And I, I'm working when I, even when I'm, I consider it also like, even when I'm just hanging out with my peers, I'm like, well, this is work. It's yeah. not, it's not work. And I don't mean that in like, it's laborious. I mean that in, it's part of the job. It's part of the job. I'm not here to get hammered. I'm not here to party. I'm having a, I'm having a good time and I might have a drink or two, but I'm staying conscious and staying focused because I'm also building relationships, right. you know, You're being and part is, of the, the scene, whether not in a social setting so much as like, okay, being relevant. Yeah. Being, oh, Lisa was out. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. Yeah. But they don't, a lot of people don't understand that. They're they like, don't understand that. You just that. went to the bar to fucking hang out. I'm like, no, I had to go. Well, and- that or they get, I can't, I couldn't be with somebody that would be insecure if like we're sitting at a table cutting it up with some comics and I get up and walk over to talk to another group sure. for a minute. It's like, if you can't hang, if you can't hang with my friends, then this can't work. Right. You know, but going to your trip in New York, like you're going, you're working when you're doing shows in New York or anyone's going mm-hmm. to New York, you're, you're going from like three, you're doing two or three shows a night. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're going back and forth and then you have to make connections with people. Yeah. Obviously too. Cause you're looking for guests for your show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, why would someone, they're going to be, you're not going to experience New York like the way that people are like, oh, I want to go check out New York or I want to do the things in New York. Yeah. And so to that, I say, go off on your own. Right. <laughs> you want to see Times so why, Square? You are fully on your own. <laughs> but isn't that isn't that more of a stressor for you? Like, for example, I have people that I've been dating that go, oh, I want I'll just come out and meet you when you're mm-hmm. out in L.A. I'm like, ooh, see, I'm going to be like running around and uh I'm going to feel bad that I haven't seen you or checked in with you. You know what I You're, mean? I don't feel bad because I feel like that's okay. I, I, because I, I'm well, I've learned to not try to manage other people's feelings. Like if you want to be mad at me because I don't have time, then I, that's your business. I, I can't make it my business. And I do. I guess like I have a handful of friends that I've traveled with that really are good at that. Like 
we'll check in, we'll do some stuff together and then they'll do their own thing. If like, if I'm those doing are something, friends. yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking for that in a partner where you're, you're able to, without anybody having heart, heart like hurt feelings, it's like, oh, you want to go do that thing and I'm not interested, then go do your thing. Right. And like, like not, I'm not interested because it's like, obviously there, there is a, there is a level of I'm not interested where it's just like, we'll just go do it. Like, I don't care to find, you know, the, the best beer in Germany. I don't, okay. I'm making up, I'm making up a wild scenario, but like right. if we're traveling, we're in Berlin and you're like coffee at this place. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'll join you. But if, if you're doing something it, that yeah. like takes all day and it, and I, I, I don't know if you want to go to a football game. But do you even need that person there is what I'm saying. Like you're, you're an independent person. Yeah. I know you well enough to know. Yeah. That. Like, and you talk about being, getting to the next step in a relationship. Uh-huh. What, why do you, why do you, other than societal norms making that yeah. what we need to do, why does it have to go to that level? Why can't it be, why can't you just stay at the honeymoon level? And then because it's not there's not depth to that. It's really surface. I mean, it's like seeing a friend that you catch up with. It's like the difference between like uh, just a friendship where you see the person all the time and a friendship where like, you know, an old friend where like you quote unquote pick up where you left off a, a while ago. It's like, well, that's nice, but it doesn't have you're not getting. The day to day. The day to day. You're not cooking meals together. You're not oh, like really God, experiencing. So you're cool. not like, well, you're not able to <laughs> like really. Uh, you you can like confide in each other and talk each other through things or kind of guide each other through whatever issues the other one is dealing with, like work or friends or family or whatever. But yeah. there's not, there's just, you lose a lot of the connective tissue. Sure. Not being together much. When, uh, okay, so when you were in that relationship that you had, what was it that, uh, what was it that made you realize or how did it end? What was it the thing that you're like, okay, I'm Oh not boy, it ended, it was, uh, I mean, it partially, it really. Did you get to that next level and then we're like, oh, it's not going to work or what? what kind it? of. I mean, we did get to a level where, uh, no, yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. Well, because what did you like, learn, learn we from- only saw each other once a week for over a year. And it's like, yeah, we might make a meal together, but we're not. There was so much of our lives that was just like casual texting. Like you yeah. would text with a friend like, oh, how was your day? Good. How was your day? Okay. Well, fantastic. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Right. And it's like, that's not. I mean, that was a relationship where like I was I was in a wedding and went to another wedding and he was not able to join me and it was like, well, this You sucks. wanted him there, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, especially, I love weddings. They're so fun and I'm like, I want to bring somebody in for that fun and it's like, when you're going to all these events, like, I'm at a place in my career where I am getting on guest list for things or tickets to things and I'm like, I am allowed a plus one and it's like, I'm happy to bring friends, that's fun, but it's also like, God, it would be so much more fun with a partner. And uh, if I'm sure. being completely transparent, I'm like, I'm in the entertainment industry. I would like to be with somebody else that's in the entertainment industry. And like, we can help one another. Like we go out and be a power duo. Yeah. And it's like, maybe 
I mean, I would not want to date another comedian, uh, although I do have a huge crush on Eric Andre. Listen, I would break my <laughs> I would break my rule. <laughs> Isn't he dating some celebrity now? That's yeah, he's dating weird. some model. And yeah. you know what? I hope she falls down a flight of stairs and breaks her head off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, if that happens now, uh, people are going to come would back be, and cancel you. I mean, like, ideally, I would date somebody that's in entertainment and we have so they under because it just does not work with somebody that's not in entertainment. I've tried. They don't get it. And it's that God, that makes it so tough. Um, But like, ideally, they're in entertainment. And I am, and like, look, people might think this sounds gross to say, but like, okay, I bring you to an event and you do something different than me. So you're not in competition with me. And there's people there where like you can make contacts there and it helps grow your career. And then I go to a thing with you and it helps grow my career and we become basically Beyonce and (laughs) Jay-Z. Well, that's what I've always told people. I'm like, don't date other comedians. You can date comedy adjacent or Mm -hmm. musicians is what I always push. And I think we talked about Mm -hmm. uh, dating musicians six Mm -hmm. years ago and Mm -hmm. we were like, Oh, that's a good, good yeah. balance and have you done that since um i have and yeah. it didn't uh work out the way i had hoped it, well you're uh, not gonna go ahead yeah well, yeah it it left a really uh bad taste in my mouth where i'm like i don't know if i Never would date dating. another musician oh really okay. i mean listen would i realistically yeah maybe it was a style um, of music. maybe it's not something i'm seeking out you know what if it was like a different genre of music maybe it was just that yeah, I mean, ideally, it would be a better genre of music. <laughs> it was a bad genre. I would. It's a fun. It's fine. Heavy metal. Um, okay. Ska, perhaps, might be a little no, more understanding. No, thank you. I, I if you're fucking with a tuba, I, I, I don't have time for that. Like <laughs> singer songwriter. I mean, bassist, I, look, I would date a rapper in a second. In okay. a second. <laughs> You talked about uh, marriage, a lot of going to weddings and how fun those are. Do you want to get married yourself? Um, I, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. It's not like, but because I think that that is part of building a life together with somebody, but also, and it's also like, uh, I don't know, as you get older, it's, it feels kind of corny to say boyfriend. Okay. You know, I mean like partner is, is a partner is a better word just cause like not, not for any like gender, gender neutral reasons for me, it's more like boyfriend just sounds juvenile after a while. Sure. Um, you can say like par- if my parents partner. split up and my mom was like, I have a boyfriend, I'd be like, ew, <laughs> are you a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but then again, but then it comes around again. Cause if you're like, you know, in your eighties and you're a widow and you're like my boyfriend, then it sounds cute. So maybe I'll just get to there. Um, <laughs> okay. You can say uh, partner. And not get yeah. Married. That's my, par- although it sounds like, yeah, a law well, firm. I think for me, yeah, it does. Uh, and I think for me, the, uh, the idea of somebody marrying you is like a commitment promise. And I'm like, I would like that. Cause I'm, I'm, very monogamous i mean i have a million crushes all the time but i'm very monogamous and i'm like i don't it the thought of somebody being like i guess marriage solidifies that 
promise in a way that in look not I'm not saying married people suddenly stop cheating if they were cheating before but it it it's like it's this other like an official like oh I no for real I'm committing to you you know sure and not just like oh we had a conversation over chicken nuggets and it's all sorted <laughs> you know okay so you want to get married you won't okay let's talk about the <laughs> there's so many so many uh deal breakers and uh lessons learned here obviously mm-hmm. you're not going to date another comedian unless it's eric andre <laughs> can't date musicians uh but rappers are okay if you could just send this to him um, um no football <laughs> fans no, no gamers please no i understand all these things look those and those normal. things aren't like deal breakers but it's something that i again just not seeking what it if out. there are what if they are uh an athlete what if they are a football yeah player? that sounds good so that's fine. what if there <laughs> yeah. are on the chargers or Listen, the Rams? i will date almost any rugby player Offensive while we're talking about this okay because <laughs> yeah. then they have the drive they understand that especially mm-hmm. in la if and they have their... the cte where i'm going to maintain myself as the smarter person in the relationship <laughs> so i get you that have to be the crown. smarter person no you know what for for i used to have a bit where probably around when i when I did the first episode where I was like, I want somebody to dominate me physically, which I still do. And, but I want to dominate them intellectually. And I'm like, and then I dated somebody who was dumb as rocks. And I was like, Oh, this sucks. As you get older, you can't put up with it. No. And I like, I would like somebody that's like somewhat engaged in the news knows what's going on in the world. Because I mean, like I'm a news junkie, uh, but I, and that is my own, addiction problem sure <laughs> but i'm like i need i need you to have just like a cursory knowledge of what's going on of where we're at 100 you know like that. this is somebody who like doesn't vote and isn't engaged in any way i'm like i can't i fucking i gotta tap out what if they have a different political outlook no. than you okay no if you're a conservative i can't well here's here's what's funny and that's been a, a running thing on this podcast where people say that but in a prior decade my parents are on the opposite sides on the mm-hmm. spectrum they mine are too they're uh together for 50 years mm-hmm. for better for us five of those years were good mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but my point is that like that was that wasn't so uh such a deal breaker back then it was good to have uh different outlooks i know obviously now with certain things that have happened in the world people are fucking gonna mm-hmm. be anti i mean look i i go to states in red states and like uh, i'm on the dating apps or do you use the dating app still or no yeah okay i mean because when i'm out in the world almost all that i meet are comedians and i'm like if truly my goal is to which listen when i was on the apps uh recently before i started um getting into whatever i'm in Eric Andre was on there and I immediately swiped right and uh, never on matched with him. Yeah. So whatever you're doing, Eric, um, <laughs> getting, this whole Give podcast is chance. just like a plea. Uh, <laughs> right. And so that's why you agreed to he's do it. He's probably... I'll just tag him in it and see yeah, if Yeah, I mean, he's legit famous. He's probably not interested in dating a comedian. A new comedian. Um, Newer comedian. Look, I'm not going to ask you for spots. I do want to be on the <laughs> Eric Andre show. So... <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, I sound... I'm making jokes here. I sound You should, you should act like you're like a new new comedian because then it might work you could be like groom me 
I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't, mean I don't that think in the he dirty does sense. that. Yeah. No, I do. I um, <laughs> but but like what I was saying about the the political thing, uh, you know, you go to these red states and uh, you there are people that are like I'm like because I used to be like no mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that but then you talk to some of them you're like okay you're not like you weren't at the Capitol. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe I can I talk think it to you. may be harder for a woman because I'm like, oh, if you're conservative, you you believe well, now, fundamentally yeah. that I don't deserve rights. Right. And, and you think uh, you do deserve rights. I, I like to think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. This thing's over. <laughs> but I'm like, ew, if you don't think women should have access to abortion, I... Right. Uh, even, like, if you're liberal... In every way, and then you you think, ah, oh, but but I am pro life. I can't, I can't because I think that you're, uh, I can't I can't compartmentalize that because I think you're a fucking idiot and I think you are a demon. Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say you demonize them. It's funny because now I'm uh, I'm watching this show on TV called The West Wing. Have you heard of this? <laughs> I I've unfortunately seen a couple episodes. I, I, not a fan. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I think it's the greatest show in the world. I, I didn't watch it when it was mm-hmm. out in the 2000s or whatever, but I watch it like it was on, I was stuck in like Grand Rapids or something and it was on a marathon on headline news because I, I watch the news when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And I got sucked into like six in the morning mm-hmm. and now I watch it without the commercials. It's a great show. And they talk sure. about like the political, like people that are, on the opposite side of the spectrum and then how they like try to have yeah. <clears throat> discussions and whatnot. But my parents are, uh, opposite ends politically. I think my mom, my mom is the conservative one and I, she started as a liberal and then Fox news ate her brain, uh, Fox news and like more, more, way more so than that. Um, cause we weren't watching like Fox news at home really. But way more so than that was conservative talk radio and like oh, Rush God. Limbaugh and shit. And I'm like, I could not. I think there should be a national holiday to celebrate his death because fuck him. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, that's a thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you, they, all these media, especially Fox News, like mm-hmm. they just take over our parents. Over. Yeah, and I mean, tell my them dad, like, look, if you're conservative because you've come to that conclusion through legitimate information fine but like when i was in i still don't prefer that but when i I was in new york this past weekend with uh one of my best friends and her mom was like you're going to new york people are pushing people in front of trains (laughs) and people are getting stabbed on the street and i'm like none of that is happening this is fox news eating her brain and it's like god bless the first thing that people come up to me on the road i travel a lot uh, for comedy and the first thing people talk to me about when I say I'm from Chicago is what do you think of your mayor like because Lori Lightfoot is like the demon they don't have mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. anymore so they they push her on the front yeah, yeah. but but um on the other side of that too like they do a good job on Fox News of of hiding things like people don't know what happened on January 6th like yeah. I talked to someone they're like oh I thought it was Antifa I'm like wait they what no so there is something to be said to that in terms of people uh, not paying attention to what's mm-hmm. going on. That's being important. Well, that's the thing. It's like Fox News is just straight up propaganda and like shock jocks. And I right. will say also MSNBC that, is too. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. MSNBC. Like, too. and I think the clearest example I have of that was because I get all of my news because I'm a hero. All of my news comes from like 
NPR, BBC, right. like C-SPAN, just that's, that's what I'm not even le actually less so NPR. Cause I'm not listening to the radio in the car, but it's like PBS is where I get yeah. most of my news, which is super dry. Just, just get the info. Just the I always tell people if they don't, if they're like, they're like, oh, I think it's all bullshit. I'm like, just go read the court transcripts. If something's in the news, you can actually exactly. hear the transcripts. Uh, and it's like, I got into an argument with my mom. We're nothing if we're not accurate. I got into an argument with my mom over a recent, a recent-ish Supreme Court ruling. And my mom was like, that's not true. That's not how it happened. And I'm like, yes, it is. Go read it them. is really detrimental. And she was like, read it. And because she's not going to read it. And so I was like, okay. So I read the entire summary right. and the dissenting opinion. And I was like, okay, I read it. And here's exactly what it said. Right. And my mom was like, oh God, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. I'm like, Ex why would you realize? Because you are listening to conservative talk radio right. that is presenting it differently and you are not getting the distilled information. And, and they do it. And, yeah. they, and, and to be fair, they do it on MSNBC too, where yeah. they'll say something like, oh, this is what the court ruling, they, they just proved that the case against uh, Donald Trump for the, the, the rape thing. They're like, oh, he, the lady just won. I'm like, no, she didn't. She just won a motion. She overcame a motion right. to dismiss. Right. Well, and you, as a lawyer, yeah, I'm you just know like, this it's stuff. two fucking different things. But anyway, we digress a little bit. Let me ask you this: We talked about <laughs> get really worked up. Yeah, like <laughs> we talk about the politics of everything. What are the other than Eric Andre? Are there other <laughs> people that you can be like, okay, this is where I can build a lot. What are the things that are? We talked about the deal breakers. What are the? Uh, mm -hmm. The acc accolades, they need to be in the entertainment business, obviously, to understand what they're doing. I would really doing. strongly prefer that. But as you said, I, I am open to rugby players, baseball players. Professional <laughs> sports. NBA players. I would date almost anyone in the NBA. Okay. Uh, baseball, <laughs> baseball. They're away baseball. 162 <laughs> days of the year, you know, um, plus spring training. Yeah. I mean, the I they need to be kind and like, and uh, they have to like dogs and just like, and boats. Yeah, and boats. Um, and be reasonably intelligent. And a, a big thing for me is, like, you can't be a, f a big drinker. Like, I mean... Yeah. I was dating somebody recently that In was like... Oh, like not to do. Like, every third day we talked, he'd be like, oh, I'm fucking wrecked from last night. And I'm like, ew, that is so unappealing. <laughs> it's also like... I don't, I have a lot of alcoholics in my family. I don't want to watch somebody rapidly deteriorate because they are partying all the time. It's such a big part of uh, the Midwest, especially yeah. the amount of drinking that we do, that it's funny now, like when you go on dates, like if, because I don't drink anymore really, uh -huh. maybe once every three months, but. I'm drunk I, right now. When, so. I, <laughs> when I go on dates, like people are like, I'm like, hey. I can go meet at 9.30 after a show for dinner or whatever, if mm -hmm. that's okay, but I'm not going to be drinking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, you're not going to have one drink? I'm like, no. And also, if you've already been drinking before we meet, probably let's meet when you're sober. And that's like, everyone freaks the fuck out. It's such out. a weird like, trigger for people. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't, I think when you first meet someone, you shouldn't be fucked up. That's not too much to ask. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, drinking is such a big part of the Midwest. I think a lot of people think like that. Um, what if they own a boat? Wouldn't that be? That's even better. If you own a boat, get at me. Uh, <laughs> that should be like automatically. Like, <laughs> Literally there, any kind of boat. Fishing boat. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a paddle boat? <laughs> okay. I mean, we could. We got to start somewhere. <laughs> Everyone had paddle boats. Where I grew up, I grew up on a creek. 
and uh-huh. uh, everyone had paddle boats uh-huh. or canoes. But yeah. paddle boats were like the thing in, yeah. the, in the 90s. Um, what about like physical types? Do you have a type? If we lined up all the dudes that you dated, you would all, be like, do you even have opinions mm-hmm. on what somebody looks like? Because they're all over they're, the place. All over the place. I mean, look, obviously, like, maybe not obviously. It's like, of course I want somebody that's, like, fit and muscular, you know, going to throw me around a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> but I'll make, I'm, I'm making concessions. I don't, as long as you're active, I don't really give too much of a shit about the rest as long as you're active. Because I really am. And I'm like, I'm not going to be eating healthy and maintaining my body for somebody that's just laying on the couch all day. Like, n- no, <laughs> I got abs. You figure it out. They've got to at least have two abs. <laughs> yeah, two it's just like, at least like, uh, you know, if you like to hike or go on walks or do just sure. do literally anything. Um, yeah, I don't really have much of a preference. Like, if you're in a rec league ba- playing basketball, okay, good. Good, you're doing something. Sure, that counts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think we got enough here mm-hmm. to figure out what's going to happen, <laughs> Lisa. Sorry, we went Hit a little over DMs. time. I'm kidding. It, yeah, no, it's all good. You're going to get some DMs for sure. From, <laughs> so be like, send pictures of the fucking boat if you're going to send By something. the way, I've said this on podcasts before, like I love boats, whatever. And I will have people reach out and they're like, if you're ever in whatever city, I'll take you on my boat. And I'm like, yes, I will take you up on That's that. That's the worst fucking idea. You can go on a, into the lake with a stranger, Lisa. Come yeah. on. I can a, defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> not, if, not if they just throw you over like what are you what talking I saw about it was a lifeguard for a year i was on the swim too i got it you throw me over you were a lifeguard in indiana mm. yeah okay. yeah on a I'm lake sure. that was the size of a, a large puddle okay. they take you on a yacht yeah i'm sure you'll be fine that's like the one thing you shouldn't do is go into into a Listen, lake with a stranger i'm playing it fast and loose here godspeed Godspeed. Lisa, where can people find out more about you and your show and and, uh, follow your career and also DM you? Yeah. You know what? Everything is on Instagram. I I do check my DMs. I pretend I don't. If you're a weirdo, I'm like, ooh, never check my DMs. Uh, but I'm on Instagram at Olympian Lisa Curry because there is an Olympic swimmer named Lisa Curry and she took our name. So I took Olympian. No, that's funny. You told us that story on the first one. I love it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, thank you, Lisa, for doing the episode again. We'll check in in another six years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank no, you so this much. Show, if the show's still happening in six years, I'm still single. I'm be like, oh, I should fucking go on a boat. <laughs> you've been pr- you've been single this entire time. Eh, I mean, single for the podcast. I, I say, <laughs> that's how I get out of the relationship. I'm like, ah, oh, this is I can't go to the next step because I have this podcast. Um, and they're like, oh, is it making you millions? And you're like, nah. So the sponsors I get are ridiculous. We got the NFL, <laughs> got gamers, yacht companies. Um, no. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you again for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. So we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me other than that I was a comedian is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or... Uh, Persian or old. But when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312 648 8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full service law firm, and in addition to 
all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. But I'm still standing.